Hey y'all, it's your girl Ray and welcome back to another episode of Soul Care Sunday. Here on this podcast, we shine light on a variety of discussions while adding perspectives of wisdom and understanding that enable listeners to live a more radiant life. Because it's of course, as always, all about the light. I'm your host, Miss Raven Lynn Lipford, dancer, podcaster, and faith-based content creator. And I welcome you all into the room that encourages healing and transparency as the forefront of every discussion. Now, if you haven't been keeping up with the podcast, I would encourage you to please go and check out my last episode entitled Hashtag No Sugar Addict, where we dive into how we can practically grow bolder in our true identity to be able to fully shine in the ways God has called us to. If I had one personal word to describe that episode, it would be titled hashtag ghosts, hashtag confident, hashtag standing in my power, hashtag I matter, hashtag my dreams matter, hashtag all or nothing mentality. Now, if you follow me on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, or Facebook, and thank you, Jesus, for all these platforms, okay? I would like us to get these platforms popping by leaving a hashtag that resonated with you from last week's episode, along with a tag of my podcast in your post. You guys are my Ray of Light family. And as we build together, I'm going to need you all support. So shout your girl out. (laughs) She needs it. Okay. (laughs) Now let's dive into today's podcast. So for today's episode, I wanted to bring it back to the heart of this podcast, which, as you all know, is healing and transparency. So I would like to start this discussion by posing a question. What does this platform do for you? What does it invoke in you and what uh, compels you to continue listening week after week? I would love for you all to share some of your descriptions with me. Throughout the week, I've been getting some very motivational comments about what my platform is doing for others. And it's so powerful because I always go back to what podcasts did for me. Um, Way back when, before Ray of Light TV was a thing, I used to live uh, for Tuesdays where I would get a chance to listen to Sarah Jakes Roberts podcast. (laughs) Y'all know SJR is my girl. Um, I looked forward to the humor, the insight, the true sisterhood that I was sharing with women all over the world and a good old chance to hashtag Rescue Eve. And if you know what Rescue Eve is, you know, I was truly amazed by the power of the podcast. I didn't know if I liked Sarah better or the content that she was speaking on. And it touched me in such a way that it ignited a fire in my own life and encouraged me to go after my dreams in a radical way. Always said, I want to be like Sarah Jakes Robert, not like a copycat, not because she's, you know, a preacher, a teacher, but because she reinvented the way that God could look in my life. She was slaying while preaching, while having her own book, having her own company, having her own website. She created she created a brand around being a woman of God. And I told God and I told myself, that's what I want to do. You know, there's a, there's a saying and it's like, um, see yourself in a way that others have never seen it before because they could not uh, dream big enough or think big enough to see it in that, that way. 
And when I saw Sarah Jakes Robertson, when I listened to her podcast, the way she spoke, uh, the quality, the humor, the realness, the integrity of her work, I said, this is what I want to do too. But even outside of that, um, podcasting back then when I was in my uh, second year of college, I believe the beginning of my second year, um, and now it, it provides a sense of therapeutic freedom for me. Everyone can't afford to go to traditional therapy. And before I even started regularly going to therapy, I would listen to podcasts from girls I looked up to about other women and was inspired by their wisdom and their truth. It grew me in ways that I didn't know possible at the time. And it has, until this day, made me an avid podcast influencer. The the methodologies of teaching and the vocabulary that I gained from some of these uh, sequences and podcasts that I listened to pretty much made me into the person, shaped me, I should rather say, into the podcaster that I am now and the quality that I bring to my own platform. And I think what I love most about this journey um, in podcasting in general is I honor the ability of women to showcase stories of vulnerability, humor, and realness that are dedicated to others in the exact same predicaments. And just as a sidebar, I honestly have a whole genre of podcasts that I love that serve different purposes in my life. And honestly, I can share the link with you guys if you want. Uh, But the podcasts that strike me the most... The episodes that propel me forward in real tangible ways are the ones that I feel relate with what exactly I'm doing in the moment. You know those episodes that make you look back and say, how exactly did she know I was speaking, I was going through that? How does she know exactly what to say, not only to speak life into my situation, but to also break it down in a way that I can understand and let me know that I'm not alone in this thing? Women teaching women, women influencing women, women speaking to women is why I do Ray of Light TV. Sisterhood is not dead to me yet. And it is at the heart of change that occurred in my life. And I think it is so important to take times just to sit back and reflect on what God has done in our life as women, as I just did with you all. You know, the joy that we learn to relentlessly hold on to and find despite insurmountable odds. The kindness that we as women have the ability to selflessly extend to others without regard to our own needs. The change that we invoke in the world through daring to be different and dreaming to be more. I honor women. I honor their prophetic voice and purpose and their ability to overcome any obstacle that comes their way. We are superheroes. Insist if you have never been told that, know today that you are not only more than what you think you are, but you are more than you could have ever imagined. I honor women. Now that I did my little sidebar, we're going to get back on. We're going to get back on track. So now that I asked you guys a question, I pose a question for myself. And as I was creating this podcast, I asked myself, so Ray, what should a good healing resource do? You spoke to the people a little bit about what your resources did for you. 
Now, what can you sitting in this position, sitting in this platform, which is so crazy to say every time I say it, what can you do for them? And so I believe that the purpose, the heart, the mission of this, uh, you know, this platform and, and the mission of any good healing resource, what I think it should do is invoke and challenge thought. It should refresh, maybe the word rather should be refurbish your thoughts and give you a new perspective into working through and healing through a certain thing. It is a personal goal of mine to heal through life. Every day I say I'm healing through life. I'm working to relearn and unlearn. Taking on the right things while ridding myself of the things that keep me bound over and over again. This, of course, is a direct reflection of the common biblical scripture, Romans 12 and 2. But this is the personal way that I exemplify it and show it in my own life. Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed through the renewing of your mind. So I ask you all today, what are five things in your own personal life that you desire to relearn? Write them down, ponder them, meditate on why you are desiring to relearn these things and how it speaks to the environment that taught you these things above all else. What do you want to relearn? For me personally, working through emotions is my biggest thing right now. Feeling feelings has never really been a thing for me if y'all know I was I grew up as a professional dancer uh and I also grew up in a household where we didn't really talk about feelings now it's so, y'all, I, I would I, I'm gonna give y'all a whole testimony about how my life is like not how it was when I was growing up my life is completely different now me and my mom are much more transparent we talk about feelings but growing up we didn't have that same relationship and being a professional dancer we definitely didn't get to talk about our feelings it was you do this if you in pain you keep pushing and child I'm gonna do a podcast on dance I'm I'm gonna talk about all that because that's another that's that's tea for another day um but we didn't really discuss feelings growing up in 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 in, in any of my uh, circles that I grew up in, uh, and I believe also that my busy life it was always moving, it was always going. It was go to this rehearsal, go to this practice, go to school, which is super rigorous. If you guys don't know, I went to a private all girls school in Cleveland, super rigorous. Then I went straight to college, graduated high school early. You know, my life my life has been on go since I was, you know, born, basically. I came out the womb washing. And so I think it made it super easy for me to just brush over a lot of what I felt on, on the inside. Uh, but now with quarantine going on, I'm forced to face feelings, emotions, and questions that I've never had to face before in a new way. And it's literally terrifying for me. It's so hard for me to face these feelings. It's so hard for me to sit down and be like, I can't just ignore this. I have to find ways to confront, understand, and confirm these things so that I can progress forward in my life. And I've found that working through, not working past necessarily, but working through uh, feelings of insecurity, guilt, shame, sadness, confusion, etc., 
provide really interesting opportunities uh, because as random and as strange as you think your feelings may be, feelings have a unique ability to make us aware of things. Many people in Eastern culture and Eastern society see feelings and thoughts as a sort of sixth sense. Uh, And feelings are so interesting to me because what I've learned personally through my life, uh, going to therapy, etc., is that there is always a lesson in them. And whenever we ignore the feeling, we may also be ignoring the lesson. And that is where we continue to trip up over the same problem. And what has worked with me through feelings of self-doubt, worry, overthinking, anxiety, has been setting tangible boundaries and systems for myself. I'm going to say that again setting tangible boundaries and systems for myself. It is not enough for me anymore. And this is where I'm at in my feelings. And y'all, this is grand progress. It is not enough for me anymore to just feel like I'm not doing enough or not enough. But is there data that I have put in place to support this? So what I've done to work through these feelings is take time to sit back and reflect I feel like that's a big part of the season that I'm in right now with my uh, business, Ray of Light TV, etc. I'm in a season of reflecting. I'm taking time to look at all that I've accomplished thus far, all that I've grown, and I use that data uh, to overcome any feelings of self-doubt or worry inside me. I take time to schedule and plan out the things that I want to do. I have a to-do list. When I do something, I cross it out. If it still needs to be done, it's these are systems that I put in place that provide data that I can physically see. And if I don't feel like I'm doing enough, I ask myself, what systems can I put in place that will lead me closer to my core values and thus lead me closer to a deeper understanding of myself? Like what Brene Brown said in a video, in a YouTube video, Um, I have learned to use the feelings that I have as power to make me aware um, and allow me and push me closer to my goals and push me closer to my core goals more than anything. Um, But honestly, there's nothing much else to it. And that's where my real power comes in. I have the power to allow these emotions to propel me closer to progress into where I want to be. But I don't allow them to bully, harm or consume me. My counselors suggest that many people in today's society spend way too much time getting attached to the stories that we create in our own mind about ourselves, as well as spend too much time engaging with our thoughts instead of recognizing that they are just thoughts, information, but not necessarily data. And so getting true on what my core values are my goals, what's important to me in life, not what Instagram says should be important to me, not what I see a friend doing, but me centered in my own God-destined lane. Getting clear on what those goals are to me uh, has has really revolutionized uh, my, my progress with uh, emotional overload and a whole variety of other things. So in just five words, here's activity number two. What would you say the most important things uh, are to you? Uh, And also, what are your core goals? 
And for me personally, I would, in a sentence, I would say, I believe, <laughs> Raven, uh, the, core, the five core goals that I would put for myself would be kindness, Jesus, faith, service, and love. With the sixth one being professionalism, okay? Uh, those five keep me happy. And I allow my behavior to be centered around these things. And so any feelings, emotions, thoughts, etc. that do not align with this, I take time to sit back, reflect, and readjust. I recently listened to a podcast by Ty Alexander from Self Care IRL. Y'all should go listen to my good sis. I'm discussing how to stop feeling guilty about everything. Feelings of guilt and excessive worry are transparently something that I've dealt with a lot in the past. I never knew exactly how many people it affected, so I just kept the feelings to myself thinking that they would quote-unquote pass. I believe that the lesson in this, however, is not to continue being consumed by these emotions, but to take time to reflect on what these feelings and emotions are telling us. And I believe that it is so important to teach this, which is why I'm talking about this today. It's so important for us to talk about emotions, especially with women, because I believe that it is almost desperately easier for us to get more entrapped in the way that we feel rather than the data that is actually available to us. Rather than the data that is actually available to us. As I work through and as I get through and as I progress through anxiety, a useful technique that my therapist gave me that I wanted to share with you guys is there are only five quote unquote real things going on in any given moment. This is what I can see, what I can smell, what I can hear, what I can taste and what I can touch. This is especially important because although many of us can experience emotional overload due to situations around us, feelings of low self-worth or other, the truth of the matter is if we would just stop to reflect on how much we've already accomplished, tapping into that sea. If I can stop and look at what I have already accomplished and how far that I've come in this life, taking the tangible data that's available to me, you would see that you are a walking miracle. I would love for all of you ladies to start taking inventory into your natural abilities, talents, and what you have accomplished thus far. And you will see that it is a miracle that I'm standing in the places that I'm standing in, doing things the way that I do them. It could have only been God. It could have only been God that I survived this long. Having to grow up, having to be on my own. It's only a miracle that this could have happened. And in this reflection period, I want to remind you of a, of a quote that my good sis SJR said. She said that faith is a game of truth or dare. I think that a lot of us like to over-spiritualize faith. And here's what it comes down to. Faith is a game of truth or dare. The truth may be that I am naturally underqualified for this position or that I'm naturally not worthy. 
but I'm going to dare to believe that my name is marked in rooms that my hand haven't even touched yet. The truth may be that I don't have the best time management skills or content creating skills, but I'm going to dare to believe that I can curate the discipline needed to rise up and show up as my best self. She said, when we do that, we find that there is unexpected beauty that we have yet to behold. Not to achieve, but to behold. When we dare to rise up with the self-esteem that investigates fact over feeling, we can see more clearly the mind-blowing work that God is doing and has yet to do in our life. And as a, as a result of this, it commands us to behold ourselves in new ways. That just touched my soul in such a way because I feel like for women and and this in a sense can create to a lot of emotional overload as well we feel the need to take on what others are doing and especially women we fall into this comparison syndrome and I heard a preacher say one time comparison will rob your joy if you allow it to now if you're taking inventory of other people who are further along in their path to see what they did and gain inspiration. That is healthy. But if you're constantly bombarding your mind, your energy, your space with other people's space, you're going to begin to think, why am I not doing what they're doing? And forget to be you. That is the biggest thing that God is teaching me. And I feel like this is for somebody. And this is for me too. Comparison will rob your joy if you let it. God made you, you. You can only be you. I can only be Raven. I can only produce what is on the inside of me. So instead of taking and spending my time being sad and feeling sorry that I'm not where someone else is in life, I'm going to take stock of my natural inventory, of my natural abilities. Because when TikTok blows over, when Instagram and the trends blow over and everybody who was just following the next person just blows in the wind, I will have something that lasts. I will have something that sustains because it cannot be recreated. This, these things that I have on the inside of me, these talents that God gave me, nobody else got them. Nobody else can can put the same sass and the same salt on the thing like how you do it. So start taking inventory into your own home. Look into your own house. Reflect on how much you've come, how far you've come, and how far you are going. You are going. Remember that the journey is yours. You don't got to worry about what nobody else is doing. You don't got to worry about who's going to stay in your life, who will help you, who's fit for the job. Know that you're fit for the job. Don't allow insecurity to tell you that you aren't doing enough. You aren't great. Your platform matters. And a platform ain't always what we're doing on here, on media, for to share with everybody else. My platform is the way I live every day of my life, going back to hashtag no sugar added. My life is a ministry. The way I love and honor my home is a ministry. That's a platform.
uh, uh, the way I inspire and encourage and text and support my friends, that is a part of Ray of Light too. So that you will become a vessel for inspiration, for truth on and off stage. The Bible says, give yourself to your gifts wholly so that your profiting may be known unto all. And I feel that a lot of women put so much pressure, put so much pressure on making sure that everybody else can see what they're doing, that they're not even taking enough time to see themselves. See yourself, sister girl. Don't worry about how many posts and how much content you got on Instagram. Instagram is here today and gone tomorrow. What you have on the inside of you is what will remain. That's what's solid. That's what can't be capitalized on and made a trend and made into the next 25 second challenge. That's the thing that will root and hold you. Knowing your core values, knowing who you are, knowing what you're good at and knowing that you are not in comparison and don't have to be in comparison with none other human on this planet. I love you all. Please feel free to send me a DM if anything in this episode has touched you. I know it has touched me. Uh, If anything in this episode has resonated with you, made you more determined or diligent, I'm always having guests on the podcast. So if you would like to come, just shoot me a DM. And as always, be blessed and continue to find ways to heal in real life so that you can see yourself in the way God sees you. Not the, other, not the way other people think that you should be. Be bold. Be beautiful. Be vulnerable. Be merciful. Be kind. And know that God has crafted you perfect and complete. I love you all so much. Have a beautiful and blessed night in Jesus' name. Mwah. See you all next Sunday.